Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Sally. I'm Linda. I'm Ming. And we're moving along. Let's start by introducing ourselves. All three of us are Asian American undergrad students at a large public university, but we all have really different backgrounds. So Sally, why don't you start? I'm a Cantonese Chinese uh, Asian American, and my mom's from Hong Kong, my dad's from Guangzhou. And currently I'm studying biochemistry and microbiology, and I'm also doing some research on campus. What about you, Linda? So I'm also a second generation Asian American woman. Um, My mom is from Inner Mongolia in China, and my dad is from Taiwan. So I'm doing a double major in American Studies and Public Health Science. And on campus, I'm involved in being a resident assistant in research, too. Wow, resident assistants unite. (laughs) So I'm actually a Chinese adoptee, um, studying Public Health Science with a minor in Asian American Studies. Yes, Public Health. Okay. (laughs) And uh, like Linda, I'm a resident assistant on campus, and I'm also involved in... Technical and all-women's hackathon. Okay, so now that you know a little bit about us, let's get into introducing our podcast and why we started it. Right, so my initial thoughts of when we started this podcast is that I love listening to podcasts, um, especially podcasts from different perspectives. But one thing I realized, um, and I think Sally agrees with this, is that um, all the podcasts I've seen are lacking the perspective of a college undergrad, someone who's going through this transition in life, and especially someone with the perspective of an Asian American woman. As um, the three of us are getting ready to apply to, to or go to grad school and apply for jobs, uh, I think it's really important to have, um, like, voice our struggles and what we've been going through this past year and during the transition period, and I hope that you guys will be able to relate to all our stories. Also, another thing is that we're all the oldest siblings in our family, so... This is a way for us to kind of document our experiences in this transition state, but also hopefully offer advice to people younger than us and um, have, have some knowledge to look back on. Plus, I see it as a fun little creative outlet that we can have um, now that we're grinding through final season. This can be something that we can enjoy and then later on, like as a time capsule, we can enjoy maybe as we're older. Mm-hmm. Well, some of you guys might be curious about why we decided to go with the name Moving Along. Well, funny story is, we actually had two names that we really liked. It was either between tea and egg or moving along. So the three of us are actually split between which one we like better. Linda and I both like tea and egg better, but Ming liked moving along. Tea moving along all the way. (laughs) Right. Okay, after a very dramatic Instagram live (laughs) poll. It's very heated. The results came out to be moving along. So... Why don't you share about why you thought tea and egg was a good idea, and then I'll like put my two cents in for moving along. Well, I thought tea and egg would be cute because it's um, like a tea egg, and it kind of speaks to our Chinese background, I guess. Yeah, tea egg is very like sentimental and like yeah. homey kind of thing I associate with. Also, it was more cutesy, I guess. Yeah, tea and egg. Like um, milk and honey. Yeah, milk and honey. Wait, for a second, for those who don't know, can we explain what a tea egg is? Because I just learned, like, last year what it is. Okay, gladly. <laughs> a tea egg is a hard-boiled egg, and then you crack the shell a little bit so the seasoning, the flavor can get in, and it looks really pretty when it comes out. Um, well, you have to say what you season it in. Oh, so you 
soaking the big pot with like soy sauce, star anise, peppercorn, tea. Yeah, black tea. Mm, that makes sense. Um, a bunch of other stuff, and it just sits there in this pot until it gets very savory. Yeah. And it was really good when we made it with for our student org TASA last, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it kind of has a special connection with us. Yeah, I remember that was the first time I'd ever even like heard of TIG and like tried it, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still a big fan of our current name, Moving Along. Okay, I mean, why don't you talk about our current name? Right, so Sally actually came up with this name when we were... I came up with both. Okay. Actually. <laughs> when we were brainstorming names, um, this one really jumped out at me because it's like a cute little play on words for oolong and along. Um, and what I thought of the purpose of this podcast was to be talking about how we're transitioning and moving along or oolong from seniors in college to hopefully adults living in the real real world. Um, I just I thought it encapsulated our theme really well. And mm-hmm. when someone looks at it, they can, like, immediately get it. Yeah. But I will admit, tea and egg is really cute, especially because everyone calls me an egg. Mm-hmm. As much as I like tea and egg, moving along does have that kind of aspect that can grow with us. Because when we think of eggs, it's always a, a larva <laughs> stage. I'm always yeah. the egg. So, like, when are we going to hatch, you know? So mm-hmm. moving along can kind of grow with us as we go through more transitions. Mm-hmm. So we are leaving the egg in 2019 and embracing <laughs> 2020 with oolong tea. Let's go! <laughs> Now that our formalities are finally over, we can share a little bit about what's been going on with us this week. So why don't you start, Ming? It's like the weekly update. Yeah. Um, so my week has been pretty interesting, seeing as it's the last, not officially, but the last week of classes for me. I'm not going to class on Monday. But uh, yeah, it's the end of the semester for me, so a lot of projects are wrapping up, a lot of presentations lately. Um, but some really cool things have been happening. I think uh, when I went to my internship, my boss was out for um, a few hours, so I got to like hang around the office a bit, got to actually walk outside around the neighborhood, uh, which is nice to get a, a breath of fresh air. Um, Lynn and I saw Hustlers actually the other day. Mm-hmm. It was We were really, well, at least I was, heavily anticipating this movie because I've heard so much about it. It has all the cool stars in it, Constance Wu, J-Lo, mm-hmm. um, and I was kind of underwhelmed. Oh, I didn't know it was based on a real story, so that kind of like amped up the stakes for me because I thought that if they were going to make this kind of story, they could add it a bit more, but seeing all that like aesthetic was was really interesting, but Ming said it was underwhelming, they could have done more with the plot, but I did appreciate seeing um, kind of empowerment on screen. What was the story, like, actually about? It's about a, um, well, there's, like, two central lines in it. I think the overall arching theme of it is that um, hustlers are the strippers, and they've been, like, working at the strip club, dancing for so long. There's the economic crisis in 2008, so now mm-hmm. they have to suddenly find a way to make money when customers aren't coming in. So they, um, the ringleader is J-Lo, and she decides with the other girls that maybe we should try other methods of getting people to come into the strip club, and that includes like drugging men and uh, bringing them in, taking their credit card and stuff like that. Yeah, spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> oh, we should have said that. <laughs> but I think there's an underlying um, theme, you would say, between J-Lo mm-hmm. and Constance Wu, who are both the stars, and it's like about their relationship as um, some might say competitors, but they also work together, which I thought was interesting. And I also didn't expect the little anecdote about Constance's like past, like being abandoned as a baby, which was sad, but. Yeah, also Jayla had 
um, a really powerful line in the movie when she was talking about how these men in Wall Street steal money from the working class, mm. like they exploit a lot of people and they don't get in any like legal trouble for it, unlike like sex workers who are very often criminalized. Mm. So they kind of use this to explain like, oh, we're taking this for ourselves, this money belongs to us anyway because these Wall Street guys are coming in with money they exploited from other people. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole um, system of being trapped, I would say. So like you do what you have to do. One of Linda's favorite phrases is that there's no ethical consumption under, under capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> so I think uh, this movie really played to that where like you're in the system, you have to work it, you have to hustle as you can. Um, and that's actually something we touched on in my like Asian American studies class. So it's kind of weird to see it full circle. Terry would be proud, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a we saw the Hustlers movie. Um, I actually skipped out on one of my meetings kind of early for it just because I was so excited to see it. Um, but yeah, what have you guys went up to? Um, so yesterday I had a lab hangout with people in my lab. So we went to my advisor's house. Um, it was pretty casual. I had a lot of fun. Um, we played this game called Resistance where it's kind of like mafia, but you have to kind of lie about your motivations so you can find the spy. And it was really fun. So I suggest you guys check it out if you're playing mafia. a game with your coworkers, your lab mates, your friends. Oh, keep that in mind. Maybe we can talk about this later on, your experiences working in a lab, because all three of us have worked in very different labs yeah. on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my experience, I've never felt that close to the PI or any like higher person above me. I just went in, did the little pipette, and then left. Yeah, I know I'm really lucky to have this kind of mentor mentorship because it is like a college environment and it is like very supportive. Yeah, I would have to say my experience with lab was it's pretty similar to Linus, although I'm not as close to my PI as you are. She's kind of intimidating. <laughs> She's really nice. Um, but yeah, I've actually been in lab a lot this week since things are winding down. I had um, a, pro- a big project, or no, a big, uh, like a practical on Wednesday and like uh, our last lab port for the whole semester on Thursday. So that was like a huge weight off my chest. And then now I'm just kind of chilling and been going into lab and trying to finish up my data collection. And it's really nice being in lab because the Christmas lights are like <laughs> in our lab and we have this like festivist pole. They have a pole. What? Yeah, my like grad student mentor. No, no, it's like he has this whole thing about like how he wants to like make fest- festivist a thing instead of Christmas or something like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he has this. Is Festivus a holiday? I guess so. I'm oh. not really sure, but I think I think it's just like a troll thing. Oh, so they can avoid saying like Christmas. It's yeah, something like that. But I don't know. He also wears like Christmas sweaters too. Like he participates in Christmas. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting <clears throat> being at a public university how that like plays out because as an RA, at least on my staff, my mm-hmm. boss, instead of having secret Santa, she literally said we had to do um, secret snowflakes <laughs> to keep it very yeah. PC. Some might say or like. Um, stay away from any religion. Um, I think that's kind of interesting. Well, speaking of RA, so I had to actually bust a holiday party bus? last oh, night. You're yeah. like, bah humbug. Yeah, we had multiple calls about it. So at first we were like, be quiet, but they were they got even louder. So we were like, okay, we have 
had no choice so we were like oh some of you have to leave because it's mm. too quiet and we were awkwardly just like staying there and they're like leaving and it was really elaborate because they're like christmas sweaters they had, like gift wrap presents but they were oh. they were very polite they were just like loud for no reason like they were like get home safe like at the top of their <laughs> lungs i was like oh my god but yep there's my christmas <laughs> that'll definitely have to be another episode like di- being ras and dealing with these residents because right. man if there's i had known it's been like this <laughs> i don't know some more ra co um, some more guests that yeah, are just comment on this experience. Yeah. yeah, and Sally, as her two years as a resident, she can speak to it. Because I remember our resident, or our, our RA, mm-hmm. sophomore, I was like, he doesn't do anything. Why did he even I get hired? That. Who is he? And then yeah. now I'm like literally the same, like locking myself in my room. Yeah. yeah. But um, it sounds like we had a busy week. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any plans for next week or any expectations regarding like finals? You know, finals start on Wednesday. Well, my finals will be actually pretty chill because I only have two, oh. and I have one on Wednesday and then one the next week. So I'm not too stressed about that. What yeah. about you guys? I'm not too stressed either, kind of because I feel like my grade are already kind of set yeah, right now. Because you know how you can like calculate mm-hmm. the percentage you need I to get for that. like. So right now it's kind of impossible for me to raise some Bs into As. So I'm just gonna chill out and not like stress about it too much. I think we were talking about this earlier though, but I'm definitely not stressing too because now it's more of like oh, will I get a B or an A? And yeah, then freshman yeah. year was like, will I pass this <laughs> class? So it's definitely, especially as a senior, senior eyes is kicking in. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, I was supposed to study today. Did not happen, but same. <laughs> next week, next week. Yeah. Well, especially for, like, I guess me and Linda, since we already applied to grad schools, we're like, they're not even going to mm-hmm. look at our grades now. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they might, but, like, it won't change their decision to, like, accept us or not. Uh, I mean, they're. I mean, they'll look at our official transcripts, but I don't think. But we'll at like that point, any, like, they'll already like know whether or not they'll accept us. See, mm-hmm. this is what we mean by the podcast is a time of transition in our lives, figuring everything <laughs> out. Don't know what's happening. Yeah, right. don't know. Me scrolling LinkedIn in class all the time, <laughs> looking for available jobs. But yeah, it was nice catching up with you all. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to our first episode of Moving Oolong. We know that there were some hiccups and bumps along the road, but we're really hoping that you'll stick around and listen to us as we um, keep recording these episodes. It was a really fun chance to catch up with each other because, honestly, we don't see each other that often because we're all living on different either different parts on campus or commuting like Sally does. So um, this is a time for us also to reconnect. Uh, but we talked a little bit about why we started this podcast, a bit of our background, so hopefully you can relate to it all. If not, stick around because I'm sure we'll say something that'll catch your attention or that you can relate to. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Okay, so if you like this episode, which I'm sure you did, follow <laughs> us on Instagram at movingalongpod and feel free to reach out to us at our email movingalong at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.